There are calls coming out suggesting that commercial property could fall by as much as 20% over the next 12 months. I really wanna deep dive into what's happening in the commercial space when it comes to property, more specifically office spaces, and how you can best prepare whether this is an opportunity or is something that you should probably avoid. If you're interested in my thoughts, definitely keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. And before I jump into the guts of this video, I really wanna have a call out to you guys as the viewers. Now I know there's plenty of people out there feeling the pain when it comes to the RBA increasing rates. So if you're someone that is potentially looking at selling your property and it's anywhere between 350K all the way up to 500K, definitely contact me because we have pre-approved clients ready to go. So if you're in areas that we may be potentially purchasing in, just send me an email with what you think it's worth and then I'll be able to help you out whether we can actually go purchase it from you and by doing that you move at speed you don't have to have open homes and the best part is you're not having to pay agent commissions so if you are interested and you're wanting to get your property off the books then definitely contact me I'll leave my email in the description box below now generally when I'm talking about property on this channel it's about residential property and the main reason is because that's what I invest in now do I know about commercial property yes do I do a lot of research about it yes do I invest in it no so you've got to take my thoughts with a grain of salt because I'm not personally invested into this market. And the reason I do so much research around in this space is because I want to look at opportunities, not only just for myself, but for clients that may be potentially looking at commercial property. Right now, the buyer's agency that we run search property only focuses on residential property. And we do that for a reason. And the reason is that a majority of the clients, you guys that come to us are trying to build out the foundation. Now, I personally believe there is nothing better than residential property when it comes to building out the foundation. When you start looking at commercial property, you've got things like a larger deposit amount, a larger price point, which means essentially you need two to $300,000 before you get anything decent. When you're going out to build out your property portfolio, you may not have two to 300K. And even at that point, it may not even make sense. For me personally, I'm not gonna make this video about residential versus commercial property. If you're interested in my thoughts, a full breakdown video, definitely go check out this one. I talk about all the pros and cons and then you can take my thoughts from there. Now, commercial property has changed quite a bit. When it comes to residential, we've seen people migrate from metro cities all the way out into the other regions and different states. A similar thing sort of played out with commercial property. You obviously have the lockdowns, people can't travel to work anymore. So you had all these office spaces that were pretty much empty. And that vacancy rate we thought would actually decline. And the reason being is what we obviously thought now that lockdowns are over, people will go back to work. But now what we've seen is a lot of people having flexible working conditions. A lot of companies have adopted this mindset where we don't need people to rock up five days of the week. Instead, you could probably come in two days. And now if we have certain people coming in on Mondays and Tuesdays and others are coming on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, then it means we don't actually need such a big space. And this is the problem, is that when you go out, similar to off-the-plan apartments, you can't just simply go out there and say, hmm, we have enough demand for just one level. So let's build one level now, and then in six months, we'll build another level, and then maybe 18 months after that, we'll build the next two. It doesn't work like that. How it works is you put the plan in, and we're gonna build all 18 at the same time. And that's where you have this lag effect between supply and demand. There's not enough demand to take up all of that supply, but over time, you see demand start picking up, and then it suddenly meets that level of equilibrium, and once it does, that's when you start seeing those prices increase. Now it's different when you're looking at housing, residential real estate, and especially when you're looking into the regions. Because when you look at regional properties, they don't have zoning for a 15 story building that's gonna go up with 300 apartments. Now noted, you probably don't have enough demand for 15 stories of apartments, which is why it's not even zoned that way. The reason you have that in areas of Sydney and Melbourne and Brisbane is because you have demand for people wanting to move there. So with commercial property, if you look at that whole idea of supply and demand, you're seeing an increase in demand at the 
moment with a lot of companies starting to return to the you know new norm when it comes to office spaces and people coming in for five days a week, but it's still so far away. And that's clearly shown with those vacancies. And I'll definitely share a graph very soon around vacancy rates and what's happening in that space. But before we do that, it's important to understand that commercial property is valued very differently to how residential is. Now with residential, most likely you'll have a valuer that goes out, sees the property and then looks and compares it to all the comparables in the area. And then accordingly, they'll go and price it. With commercial property, because there's not as many, what they do is they rely more on the income it actually generates. So the value is really derived from the rent. Now, if you start joining the dots here, if rents have decreased, most likely the valuations on the commercial property also decrease. Now, here's a graph of commercial property index or properties versus offices. And so what you can see is you've got the green line and you've got the yellow line. Now, the green line is pricing for the office spaces, whereas the yellow is for all properties. What's notable here is the big decline we've seen over the past two years. Now, although it seems quite dramatic, when you actually zoom out, it's probably about 5% declines. But what's more concerning is what we saw during the GFC, close to 20 to 30% drops. And mind you, this is an average index. So there's plenty of properties that actually went down even further and some that didn't actually get affected. When you think about commercial spaces, most people think office spaces are it. So what else is there? And you can have a wide range of commercial property like retail spaces, shop fronts, and potentially warehousing and things like that. Now, this information alone probably doesn't paint a great picture. But when you start overlaying the potential of a recession now in Australia getting higher and higher, New Zealand entering a recession, Germany in a recession, the Eurozone in a recession, and per capita here in Australia, we've already recorded negative growth in one quarter. So if the next quarter is negative, we will enter a technical recession per capita in Australia. That is different from a real recession that you know is based on real GDP. But at this point, it's clear that the economy is shrinking and it's shrinking quickly. Yes, we have inflation and it's sticky, but having smashed interest rates higher and higher is going to cause a massive lag effect later this year. That's why the potential of a recession is so much higher now than it was only six months ago. When we have economic turmoil, we need to go back to see the most recent time we had economic turmoil. Now let's not look at the pandemic because essentially the government came in to save us and they printed a bunch of money. And that was more forced with lockdowns and a health concern. If we look at a financial and economic slowdown, we've got to go back to the GFC. And what we see in that graph is such a big decline when it came to office spaces. And the reason being, and I'm gonna simplify it really quickly for you guys. If you have interest rates high or you have a lot of companies not performing the way they do, you have a lot of companies failing to make sales because there's not enough demand. You see interest rates going up means less people are going to spend money on other things like cafes, restaurants, and things like that. So that company then reduces its staff. You have people lose their jobs. You don't have as much sales in that place. And suddenly they're going, well, it actually makes no sense for us to continue operating. We're out of business because our expenses are higher than our actual cash that's coming in. Suddenly they close their business. Now that company may be on a lease, but the landlord or the owner of that commercial property has their rent go from 100K a year straight down to zero. And then it becomes very difficult to one, find another tenant because in commercial property, it's a lot different when you find a tenant because they usually sign on for like three, five, 10 years, and sometimes even more. When you look at residential, they're looking at a place to stay, so it's shelter. During a recession or during an economic downturn, there's not many that actually think about starting a new business and think, hey, this is a great time to do it. And that then creates further volatility for owners who own this commercial property, who got promised a yield of five or six or 7% because it's great, but unfortunately you don't have a business that can actually occupy that actual space. Now, what you can see here is office vacancy rates for Metro City
cities as of December 31st, 2022. So yes, it's a bit of a lag data, but I assume this number is ticking higher. What we're seeing is the national office vacancy rate for metro cities continue to rise, reaching 18.7% at the end of 2022, which is basically higher than we've ever seen it since 2005. And that to me is a big concern. And when you refer back to the GFC time, you can see that the vacancy rates were actually declining closer to about 12%. And just as the GFC happened, and that's when we shot up from about 12.5% all the way up to about 17.5%. If we are already increasing and we haven't even seen a recession in the country, then what does that mean when we actually see something break? And that is a real chance, especially now that the interest rates have been higher for longer. There is no question that commercial property can provide some amazing gains over the long term, especially with the great rental yield you can earn. But in a time like this, where things are super volatile on the macro, when you're looking at office spaces, you're looking at retail spaces for potentially restaurants, cafes, or a new shop, you've really got to question what is happening in the economy now and is it worth the risk for you? For me personally, it doesn't make any sense. If I was really eager to invest my money and I was getting into property, I would go residential and it's an easy choice by far. Given where we are with immigration, the rising demand and the short of supply, now interest rates being so high, we don't have enough homes being built, we definitely find ourselves in a rental crisis as well as a property shortage. So for residential property, it's less affected by these interest rate hikes lately. And that's why we're starting to see prices across all metro and regional markets starting to increase. And that's why I believe in 2023, we'll still see prices higher than when we did at the end of 2022. I can't say with that same level of certainty and confidence that it's going to be the same case in commercial property. So if you're someone that's looking at property right now, you might be in a position to execute on two or three residential properties or just the one commercial, what are you actually doing? And there might be things that I've missed out in this video. So definitely let me know in the comments down below. Be nice because hey, we're nice people here. I hope you guys have enjoyed this video. And if you have, smash that like button, subscribe if you haven't already. And I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.